Perik Dalid, Mishnah Dalid. As we've been discussing, father has a right to keep earnings generated by his daughter until she reaches the age of a Bogeres, which is 12 and a half. Our Mishnah states that the father's rights include the following. Father has authority and really monetary rights in his daughter's Kedushin. We know the Torah says that father has the power to affect Kedushin for his daughter who's a minor, and even if she's a Nara, before she is 12 and a half, father has the rights, he's empowered to marry her off to affect Kedushin on her behalf to the men of his choice. Not only that, the Mishnah says that if the man affects the technical Kenyan through either Kesef or Star, gives an object of value, or a document stating that he is being Makadishur, that is given to her father. And in the case of the money, the of the thing of value, the father keeps that. And the Mishnah adds, it would be the third way that a man on the biblical level is able to be Makadishur woman is through the marital act of intimacy itself. And the Mishnah's point there is that it's the father's choice who wants to marry his Katana or Nara daughter to. And once he authorizes that, that man has the right to affect the marriage through the act of marital intimacy. In addition, Father has rights with respect to any most objects that his young daughter finds. He can keep those, as well as any earnings she generates. If she works and generates earnings, father may keep that. In addition, if a father is a minor or not a daughter, makes a nether, she makes some vow prohibiting a benefit to herself. Her father has veto power. If he is a maid for the nether, he says this nether should be cancelled, then it's cancelled. So stated, you're clearly in the Pasuk in Matos. In addition, if a father married off his daughter, and she didn't yet consummate the marriage through Nisun or Chapa, it's just at the Erison stage, and Makabalas Gitta, the father, would accept the get from the husband on her behalf. If he wants to divorce her, he gives the get to her father, and that affects the divorce. However, the Mishnah says, The Rabbanan did not grant any rights to the father to keep income from any field that she may inherit. Like, let's say through her mother, her mother's father left a field, and she's the closest heir. So now she has this field that generates some kind of income. That she keeps. The Rabbanan did not extend the father's rights to even such earnings. The Mishnah then explains, and he says, once... A katana or nara girl consummates the marriage through Nisuin. She's then in her husband's jurisdiction. He has all the aforementioned rights. He has a one-up over the father in that Chazal even gave husband, upon Nisuin, the right to keep any peros generated from Nechzim Maluk properties, your property that she inherits. She has your title to. The husband has the right to keep earnings from that field. He manages it and he keeps the earnings. Through the duration of the marriage, the Rabbanan enacted this additional benefit for her husband in exchange for the obligation he takes upon himself, as the Mishnah will state below, to pay her ransom in the event that she is captured and put up for ransom. The husband is obligated to figure out how to get the money together to redeem her. In exchange for this obligation, the Rabbanan said that he gets to keep the fruits from her properties. The Mishnah lists some of the exuba obligations of a husband to his wife, and the financial ones, they are v'chayv v'mezonaseh, yes, to support her, sustain her, feed her. And v'prekonan also, as mentioned, is to pay a ransom if she is captured and held for ransom, v'bikfurasa. And finally, the husband has to cover her burial expenses. 
The Mishra brings the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda who says that there is a minimum in terms of what kind of a funeral he would have to pay for for his wife, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Afilu Ani Shabi Yisrael, even for a poor person of Yisrael, Lo Yivchos Mishnei Chalilim Mekonenas, should ensure that there's no fewer than two flutes playing at the wife's funeral, and at least one woman who leads the other women in a special chant, they would mournfully chant for the deceased. This is considered the most basic funeral. So even an Anishabi Yisrael would have to pay for that, the level of funeral for his wife.